Welcome to Switcher Chats, music interviews brought to you by Music Matters with Daryl Craig Harris and Music Tribes Unite. How are you doing, Rebecca Angel? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. <laughs> Yeah, you're very welcome. So um, where are you coming to us from? You're, I think, upstate New York, right? Yeah, I'm currently in New York City, in Manhattan. So oh, you are? Okay. I'm one yeah. of the few few left standing here, but uh, I am moving upstate very soon. So uh, I'm excited for a little more space, but, you know, I made it work yeah, <laughs> during I the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, it's a challenging yeah. time to be in New York yeah. City. Um, so you're originally, yeah. where are you from? You're, is it, uh, uh, originally you were upstate New York though, right? Family-wise or? Um, yeah, Westchester and Scarsdale, New York. I grew up there, um, which is actually quite close to where I'm, I'm moving to in Hastings on Hudson. But um, yeah, it's a great community. I was involved very early on with the music and um, my dad's a musician. So from a very huh. young age, you know, he uh, introduced me to so many great artists and my parents were very supportive of all the music stuff. So I did um, different voice lessons from a young age and always involved in musicals and all that. So um, right. I had pretty early beginnings with that. So, yeah. Who, who are some of your, I mean, you have a, such a cool voice and we're going to talk about your album that was mm -hmm. actually just released. I think it was June, June 11th or it was this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And for last Friday. <laughs> very yeah. And, I, and I've, I've been checking it out. I, mean, I love your, uh, your voice is so cool. It's like, it's, and Thank the you. album is great too because you cover a lot of territory. There's some Joe Beam, there's Bill Withers, mm -hmm. there's you know Buffalo mm -hmm. Springfield. It's really interesting. <laughs> it's a fun mix, and it was produced yeah. by, our, by our friend uh, Jason Miles, who's worked with Sting and and Luther Von, Vandross and a whole bunch of people. Um, Absolutely. So, so when you actually first got started, uh, who were some of your your influences? Like I, I know it was like obviously classic jazz or some of that, but but tell me who mm -hmm. who really inspired you. So from a very young age, the Beatles were definitely on repeat um, in the household. <laughs> cool. Elvis Presley, my dad um, grew up in, you know, the 60s. So his musical style definitely influenced um, my early beginnings. And Ella awesome. Fitzgerald, you know, Louis Armstrong. So I, I had a big array from a young age, different musical styles. Um, but I actually started working with Jason Miles when I was 15 years old. I'm 25 oh. now. So it's been, you know, like wow, not half okay. my life, but the large portion. And so he's had a huge musical impact on me as well. Um, he really introduced me to like Sade, like Diamond awesome. Life, Promise right. album. So you can see like some of the influence from that. I guess in college, I studied vocal jazz at Ithaca College, upstate New York. And um, I really got into some more Brazilian music, like Stan Getz, uh, Joe Gilberto, um, wow. Sergio Mendes, Jobim, of course. Um, so yeah, I, I think you can tell, like also with the album, because there's such a wide array of genres, it's kind of touching on different points of my upbringing and musical interests. And I love all music, so it's kind of, yeah. you know, I, I tried to put my own spin on it and have a connected um, theme throughout the album, but also tons of styles. And we have a Bob Marley scene too. So it's, um, yeah. you know, a nice little something for everyone, I hope. Yeah, it's great. And I mean, like, it, you know, like you mentioned, there's a lot of different styles. And, and I mean, mm -hmm. obviously too, there's some great musicians. Can you tell us about some of the people that are playing on this record? I know your, your dad is too. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, for for Waters of March, we have Pamela Driggs, who is a fantastic Brazilian singer. She's actually married to Romero Labambo, who's Ah. on also a lot of, he's a guitarist, he's on a lot of the songs. And um, it's very cool to have both of them. They weren't playing on the same tracks, but different songs throughout the album. Uh, It was very cool to have them both do it because um, I'm actually married to a guitarist myself Ah, and so they've done some uh duo stuff it's very cool live from home um i've also had maya as far as singers go maya azusena who's an excellent singer as well she did some background vocals and i've studied with her actually as well so it's cool to you know include her um so it's kind of a big a big family affair in in a way because i know a lot of these guys i know jason has you know um a lot of these folks are, are friends of his too. Yeah. Um, how did you originally meet Jason? Was he a friend of your dad's or how, how did that come about? Yeah. My dad connected with Jason a while ago and he produced one of my dad's albums as a trumpet oh. player. It's a little more um, uh, straight ahead jazz um, right. in the beginning. And I was featured on um, one of his songs on the album T for two. That was also with Romero, <laughs> which is very awesome. cool. Yeah. Um, so kind of full circle, but yeah, I, I was working with, um, Jason kind of through my dad at first Mm -hmm. and then throughout college, we did, um, a few singles like jet Samba and then my EP, what we had released that right after I finished college. So I worked with Jason throughout the years and this was the first full length album. So he really pulled all the stops. He got such amazing musicians. Um, and just such an array. Everyone's like the best at what they do for each, you know, song. So yeah, he absolutely. Really, he pulled all the stops for this, and it was, it was really great, you know, just being surrounded by the level of expertise on this yeah. album. So I was very, very lucky. Yeah, because it's um, actually yeah. um, it's listed as your debut album, but actually, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you've um, you've had I guess you had some other singles out because you actually had some number ones on the charts, right? But the um, yeah. Tell me about tell me about that because that wasn't that long ago. It was maybe what a year or two ago. Yeah. So for what it's worth, we released in the fall, and that's on the um, album right. as well. And that really did great. We had um, number one on like five different charts. Charts, sorry, <laughs> adult okay. contemporary charts, and um, that received uh, a, an award for the Independent Music Network Breakout Single. So that was very cool. It had three nominations and won an award. And um, yeah, it did great. I think the combination of the timing when we released that, Mm. you know, we were in such, um, you know, it was around the election and there was a lot of political upheaval. And, you know, in many spheres and the pandemic, um, lots of protests for various things going on. Buffalo Springfield was sort of like, that was kind of the, from that 60s protest, (laughs) the original song. Yeah. But your your version, your version is really, it's really neat. It's contemporary and and super fun. Thank you. Yeah. And I think um, Jason really brought that to my attention, I guess about a year ago now, you know, it was in Mm -hmm. the summer of last year, just, you know, amidst, you know, George Floyd and all the um, protests. And I listened to it you know, I had heard the song before, but it's just this totally new lens, you know, everything we've gone through this year. And I think that kind of brought this whole new life and meaning to it, which is just um, very cool to do for some of these older classics that really are timeless, I believe. 
Yeah, because on the album you have, like you mentioned, you have some Bob Marley, you have um, Bill Withers mm-hmm. tune, um, mm-hmm. Joe Beam, and like it's fun. Th- those songs, it's they're they're some of those are, t- are songs that we've all heard a million times, but it's really nice to hear a fresh take. And and I like the way you guys approach that. Like Corcovado mm-hmm. is one of the songs, and has that has that song been in your life a, a long time, or how how did you how were you introduced to those songs? Yeah, so I did mention I went to um, undergrad at Ithaca College for jazz right. music, and I I think Corcovado, I you know I had heard the song before, but I really got into that in during my time at Ithaca and studying you know deep dive into the Brazilian and jazz, yeah. and I played that with um, my now husband who we actually met at Ithaca, and he's a guitarist, so it's very right. cool. We we were able to take some songs throughout the years that we've played together. Um, so that was definitely, (laughs) yeah, that was definitely one of them and waters of March also. And, um, yeah. And I think something that again, with the message of what it means now and kind of revisiting these songs that were written in the sixties, um, Corcovado, I mean, how many of us were home? This is where I want to be here with you. So close to me, you know, quiet nights, quiet stars. We're all, it's like this, quiet that we were just facing in this quarantine right. um kind of reflective and waters of march too i mean the the symbolism i think is is very um well you know covid hit in march so exactly. it was kind of very symbolic for yeah. me with that and yeah that was um, it was yeah. you know for us musicians you know and that app actually for us we had you know shows booked and all of a sudden within a weekend all of our shows got canceled so and i'm sure i mean you, you dealt with that i'm sure your father did too so it's kind of yeah. kind of crazy um you've actually and you've played at some really well-known clubs in New York. Um, what were some of the, the gigs that you've done? I know the Irid- Iridium was, was one yeah, of them. Yeah, we did the Iridium Metropolitan Room. Um, mm-hmm. This one place, Pangea, is called Cafe Noctambulo. They changed the name, but um, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Um, I'm trying, yeah, I think those are like the main ones that, that I definitely performed at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are big ones. <laughs> is that, yeah, um, no, it's perf- great. Is performing and, and is that in front of an audience and that, and that kind of a level of an audience, is that something that you had to kind of grow into or did you have kind of a comfort zone? Because you, I know you've been around music your entire life. How, how was that for you mm-hmm. getting into those kind of places? Yeah, you know, I did play at the Iridium at a pretty young age. I believe I was maybe 15 or 16 with wow. my father. So I think he's the one who really got my foot in the door with um, sure. those venues and playing with his band starting out. And, um, you know, I, I think for every performer, you're always nervous, but it just, it's almost like working out. The more you do it, the more comfortable you are, but you, there's always part of you that, you know, still gets a little stage fright, but I think that's right. good still because it means you care. Um, but yeah, so I was very, you know, I grew up with that. And I think just having a musical family, I mean, um, my dad is one of three brothers and his brother, they all played in the band growing up. And my oh, cool. uncle, a drummer, he, he played with Jimi Hendrix and Buddy Rich, you know, very early wow. on. So awesome. yeah, I come from a musical background and music's just always kind of been yeah, that's like part musical. of that's, <laughs> a, that's sort of musical royalty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's yeah, neat. Very like, cool. Yeah, and awesome. Like, did you did you know as a kid, like, hey, I'm, this is pretty cool. I'm playing with some great players. Or did you were you kind of uh, too young to really realize that? <laughs> you know, you know. I mean, I think from a young age, I knew that Jason 
um, was very established in the music industry. Right. And he's he's been almost like a father figure to me because I was so young when we started working together and sure. he's he's been a mentor, you know, from a very young age. So it's kind of like, of course I know this, but when you take a step back and you're like, wow, he really, you know, he really has worked with the top of the top and the Grammy. So yeah. it is very, you know, humbling to be able to work with um, someone as, established as Jason throughout these years and just the level of expertise you know I think I almost not that I got used to it but surrounded by that from such a young age that's just the level I've kind of um been comfortable with been used to and yeah. it's been um and you know like, that's that's been the level right and guys like that <laughs> I mean they, they kind of they force you to to kind of step up your game right when you're when you're Absolutely. working with yeah working with uh, musicians at that level and um how's it been working with your dad I know some of the songs um did you guys write together or how how has that worked did you do you do a lot of collaboration yeah. with him on 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 the songs yeah so for the for my EP we actually co-wrote um a few songs like uh, what we had and um, uh, throughout the years we've, we've kind of written songs together, but for this, for this album, we didn't co-write any songs together, but we did play, he did play on some of the songs. Very cool. Um, Like side by side. And um, so that was very nice having him be able to add his touch to it. And yeah, it's so neat to be able to do that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna actually so show people too because I have I have it here. I have the art. So let me show you. This is uh, the new album that just got released. And, Love life choices. Yeah, and so that's actually um that's is that available on Spotify also? Yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, basically anywhere you stream. It's on the yeah. streaming platforms. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, you can check it out anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's cool. I mean, at streaming, there's a lot of, I guess, even still controversy about the streaming thing. But the one great thing about it is that um, people can access music that they wouldn't normally be able to, and they can sample music so too that, that they, you know, like, oh, I dig that album. I, I really want to own it, which is which is awesome. Um, I'm gonna play. Yeah. I, I think I showed you a little bit of the clip. I'm gonna play. But tell me about this song that's coming up. That I'm gonna play the video. The summer song. So we actually have two versions of this. We released this version, the the one you're gonna see um, a couple years ago, and we revisited the remix for the album just to give a little uh, summer electronic flair to it. And it's awesome. a little bit more dancey, but yeah, this song is about growing up, coming into your own. It's an original song I wrote, and it's one of those songs that based it quite literally came to me when I was brushing my teeth one morning and I really <laughs> got my voice memo. I was like, I'm going to forget this. So I have to get down, but it's just one of those songs that kind of flew out of me. And, um, yeah. So awesome. And we're going to see, is, uh, we're going to see a very young, a very young you at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So you'll see me growing up throughout the years. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Here we go. Let's check it out.
awesome. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah, I love that. Actually, that video is fun because you show a lot of family photos and it's just a lot of really yeah. fun stuff. Um, you know, the process of putting that together was really cool because we had all these old little cassettes from, you know, growing up on the videotapes. We got them all digitalized, had to go through all this footage, but it, we found some all these great little <laughs> videos that we didn't know even um, were tapes. So... I recommend oh, getting those old tapes digitalized. I know. <laughs> you never know what's on them. <laughs> I know. It's funny because now every day, everybody, of course, has a phone and it's all the selfies, yeah, exactly. the videos, which is I may be good or bad depending on what you're doing. Yeah. But it's so great to have those old things and then especially be able to yeah. use them and, and kind of show your family connection and stuff. When when you um, you mentioned songwriting, um, like ideas mm-hmm. will come to you, you're brushing your teeth or whatever they do. How, how do you, um, so do you have like a recorder with you or how do you keep those ideas? ideas in your head are available yeah I use voice memos on my iPhone usually Ah, just to get the idea down and then you know I'll either um you know take out my little keyboard and figure out chords or start with a melody and have help with the chords later but it kind of depends on the track I mean for the album the song side by side that was Mm -hmm. a collaboration of an original song I wrote with Jason and this great beatboxer, her name's Butterscotch. Oh, and awesome. um, so she kind of, with that one, she kind of started with a beatbox track and then Jason added the chords and then I added like kind of the melody and the lyrics mm. a little bit. So it was a collaboration. And that one was, you know, I had this one hook line, like when you're with me, I see the sun. You know, I had that in my head, in my head but it took, you know, a little bit more finagling to get the whole lyrics. So it, it really depends on the song. Um, right. The the track Gymno Petty, which I retitled as Till Now, that's a mm-hmm. Eric Satie p- piece from the 1800s. And awesome. that actually was inspired by like a dream I had. So, you know, it's, I'm, I'm going to bring up, I'm going to bring up the list just so people can check it yeah. out. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's interesting too. And I, I love the fact that a lot of these were introduced to you, like by your, your dad. And, and that's so mm-hmm. neat to have that, that background because you had such a varied background. It's, it's really, it's fun. And I, and I was kind of like, I've always been that way too for myself. I've always listened to a yeah. lot of different things. Who's, who's some of the artists, con- contemporary artists now that really inspire you, that get you excited about music? Um, You know, Nora Jones has been one of the more contemporary artists that I love because she has such a unique um, voice and style. And I think that's something that's harder to find kind of these days. Not that it's impossible, but I do find a lot of artists kind of trying to sound like someone else or they're, you know, when you listen to someone, you're like that. I know that's that person. (laughs) I think that's an accomplishment in itself. Right. Um, you know, yeah, I really so, love, as, as I say, it's so like, important like, to find, to find your own voice. Like it's great to have influences, yeah. but, but not be so influenced that you can't find your own, your own thing. Right. Absolutely. And I think that's something that, you know, you have to work at because, um, it's easy to, as a musician, to be so influenced by your, um, you know, peers or, uh, just, the, the music you're surrounded by, but to sure. actually take a moment and say, what do I want to add to the mix? What sound do I want to do? And that's something that working with Jason has been so incredible because in such a young age, it's hard to know what your voice is because you're kind of finding it right. as you go. So he's been great at really 
like not trying to make me sound like someone else or not trying to Mm. copy so-and-so. And And that's been something, you know, he's really been, it's been a top priority in our work together. So I'm very lucky that I've been able to work with people like that, not trying to fit me into a mold. Yeah, and it's it's amazing with him too because he's you know I mean obviously he was on Whitney's albums playing keyboards and synths and all his background is really interesting and mm-hmm. it's pretty varied too because I was uh, Miles Davis was in there too and um, of course it, yeah. yeah it's great what's what's your um, some of your advice for younger artists coming up that 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 want to record and do those things what's what's some of your top things that you've learned yeah so a few things I mean. First of all, I love to have kind of a balanced life. And sometimes it's easier than others, but um, I'm also like in law school. So I kind of oh. have my music and law. I just finished my first year awesome. and I also do like yoga and I'm very into aromatherapy. So I think like also finding things outside of music that can actually inspire your music. Cause I right. think if you, you know, or hobbies, other hobbies. And I think that can actually play off of it and you can learn things from me you know each each uh inspiration or or interest you have um so i i always think being well varied so that you don't put all of your eggs in one basket and um regret <laughs> anything like oh i wish i did a little this with a little that you know try it out try different things um mm-hmm. but as far as the music like specifically i think definitely finding your own voice you know, being aware of the competition, but not letting it dictate that what you do or um, how you sound, because it's easy to compare. There's always going to be people that are younger, that are, have gone further that, you know, X, Y, and Z, they've won this award, they've won that award, but like, you have to look back and see, okay, well, they maybe have been doing this twice as long as me, even though they're the same age or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. You have yeah, to, and, and like, you have to, and you have to kind of find your own lane, anyways, right? You can't worry about that. Yeah, exactly. I think if you if you spend too much time just in life worrying about what other people are doing or what they're gonna think about you, then like you're not doing it for yourself. So yeah. I think definitely focus on what you want and be okay with changing. It, you know, changing throughout the years. Maybe you want one thing or one sound one year, and then you change and you evolve. So. Being adaptable is, is definitely key. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's so important. And actually, it's funny. I have a kind of a slogan. It's none of your business what other people think of you. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. because, <laughs> because even for me, like yeah. doing the podcasting thing, you know, that's kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of had to, when the COVID thing hit, I kind of reinvented myself to, and started like, hey, yeah. you know, I, I like talking to people. I like I like helping, um, you know, musicians and and singers and that kind of stuff. So it, it's great to stay open to change and and you know what you what you do and musically when you're 20 years old is going to probably mm-hmm. be different than what you're doing when you're 30, right? It's gonna it's it should Absolutely. change, it should grow. But um, awesome. Tell yeah. people how they can find you uh, online. Yeah, so I have an Instagram. It's Rebecca Angel J O. Um, my YouTube oh, is Rebecca Angel Music. Um, my rep, my website's RebeccaAngel.net, not .com. There's another <laughs> Rebecca exactly. Angel okay. singer. So, yeah, it's RebeccaAngel.net. You can also sign up for um, email blast on my website. Um, Facebook's Rebecca Angel Jazz. And Twitter's also Rebecca Joe Angel. So, Awesome. All of the platforms you can find me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. Um, I think that people definitely should 
check out your album. And uh, there's so much uh, interesting music there. Um, your voice is, is killer. And Jason um, is a Thank big you. fan of yours. He's he's uh, he's your your <laughs> cheerleader for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's I'm very, very grateful. Yeah, he's very, very proud of this album and, and what you guys accomplished. So I'm excited to, to see where this goes. I think, I think you're going to get a lot of uh, a radio play on this. And it's really interesting. Um, so please, uh, please stay in touch and let us know. Uh, I know you're out probably working on, on live shows now that things have opened up. Do you have anything booked or is that, is that, we don't currently have anything, um, booked because a lot of acts were kind of backlogged from 2020, but we're going to focus on, you know, starting, um, to perform more hopefully later in the summer. And once things are a little bit more opened, you know, still in this weird transition period, but. Um, you can find that when I do have live shows, I'll have it on my website. So awesome. um, I'll have it all posted there. To check okay, out. cool. Yeah, yeah, let us let us know, and we'll put that on our pages as well. And uh, Thank we, you. even though we have when we have people as guests, uh, we don't forget about them. We, <laughs> we keep sharing their stuff because uh, <laughs> I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, you're kind of. And I have of... two more music. Sorry, to no, that's okay. Go ahead. I have two more music videos um, coming out too within the next month or two. So awesome. I'll definitely send that your way as well. Cause um, yeah, they're going to, I'm very excited about it. We're going to have one animated for the Gymnopedi song oh, and fun. side by side is also kind of a montage of throughout the years and my relationship. So we'll both mm. be fun videos. <laughs> awesome. Well, look, we'll uh, definitely yeah. look for that. And like I said, we'll, we'll be sharing that too, as, as we see you releasing that. Um, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. It's great talking mm. to you and, and learning about your, your career and, and what you have That's going cool. on. It's very exciting. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on the show. Love awesome. Being here. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. Um, everybody, please check out Rebecca Angel and uh, I think you'll very much enjoy the music and thank you so much. Have a great day. You can follow us on all major podcast outlets at Music Matters with Daryl Craig Harris. Thanks for joining us and catch you next time.